Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 95 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking with Samantha Attard. She's an Ayurvedic coach and yoga instructor with a PhD in nutrition. And today she's joining me to talk about all things adaptogens, including what they are, how to use them, and where to get started if you need a little immune and nervous system boost. Now, I brought Sam on today because I wanted to talk about stress. Anyone else feeling a little stressed this year, 2020? Don't know why. No, I'm just kidding. So I've recently had my own super positive experience with adaptogens and supplementation. So I wanted to dig deeper into how they actually work. Now, I come at this from being someone who is very anti-supplementation and vitamins. I know it's a nebulous, possibly fake industry. I'm just going to say like there's a lot of charlatans and liars in the supplementation industry. But when I stopped taking hormonal birth control back in April... I was having a ton of side effects from the stress of the start of the pandemic and also just post-birth control symptoms, including difficulty sleeping, more stress and anxiety than normal, terrible skin. I was having hormonal acne along my jawline, and then I started losing handfuls of hair. Now, if you have long hair, you know there's going to be a hair here or a hair there. That's just a natural shedding process that happens. But every time I would pass my hand through my hair, I literally would have like 10 to 15 strands every day, multiple times a day. So I was reading more about uh, what happens when you get off of birth control, but also stress and how it impacts your body. So I started taking a multivitamin and my skin cleared up and I started taking um, some additional things. And again, my skin was clearing up, but my hair was still falling out. So that's when I turned to adaptogens. And specifically, the one I've been taking is called rhodiola. Sam is going to talk more about that and what it is in our conversation today. But that was the one thing that really tipped the scales for me to allow me to stop losing so much hair. It actually stopped falling out, which was surprising, especially to me. The other huge change that happened once I started taking rhodiola, which is an adaptogen, is that I was able to actually relax. Now, you know, if you've been listening to episodes here, I share every week on ways to de-stress your nervous system and to move your body more and to stay hydrated and to work on the spiritual peace and gratitude and all of those things. So that, like the actions I could take, are all pretty dialed in. So I was having to spend a lot of time allowing my body to unwind before bed. And when I started taking rhodiola, I didn't have to do as much because I was so tired. Now, I didn't realize how untired, not tired that I was until I felt what it felt like to actually be tired. And that was a huge thing. 
If all of the things we do, you want them to lead you back to deep and restful sleep, right? I exercise because it allows me to sleep better and feel better and think better. The foods I eat also help my sleep. If there's anything that interrupts my sleep, I try to stay away from it, honestly. So adaptogens are just another tool to help amplify your wellness and what you're already doing. So I'm really excited to have Samantha join us today. She's the founder of the Spiro Collective, where she incorporates yoga, Ayurveda, meditation, and modern nutrition to help women de-stress and find their unique path to optimum health. She got her PhD in nutrition at UNC Chapel Hill, where she first saw the power of combining Eastern and Western medicine for healing. She also has her own podcast, The Happy Healthy Human Radio, and I'm super excited to have her join us today so that we can all get nerdy and nerd out on mushrooms and adaptogens. So enjoy our conversation. Well, today we are here with Samantha Attard, or Sam, as I will call you from here on out, since I'm also Alexandra, but really Alex. And we always start with the same question, which is, what do you like to get nerdy about? Oh my gosh, I like to get nerdy about about the body like we were just talking about earlier and just Ayurveda in, in general of, of just how does this body of ours work and how can we make it work better in relationship to the world around us. Yeah, Ooh, which is so, so super awesome. And you come about it from more of, um, I mean, because I know you have a PhD in nutrition. So would you say like nutrition and like what we put into our body for optimizing health is like more your approach? Yeah, that is a huge piece of it. And when I, before I got my PhD, I had learned about Ayurveda and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love this. And I was thinking about how do we optimize our body? And then nutrition became the next big piece because, you know, we eat three times a day. It's what we eat is literally who we are. So what we eat, what we consume is definitely a very, very large part of that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think I just broke a few Ayurvedic rules in the smoothie I just had. Um, so before we get there, for people who don't know, can you give like a crash course in Ayurveda? Sure. Crash course is Ayurveda is the ancient Indian system of medicine and healing. It is the sister science to yoga. And the two basic principles that you need to know is that it's all about personalization and it's all about prevention. This idea that what we eat, how we move, what we do in our day, what our routines are can actually influence and impact our health. And then personalization, each person is different and we all need different things based on who we are, where we live, how we're feeling and what we do for our work and who our partner is and you know all these different things. So we need to treat each person as an individual and we can treat them with daily actions. We don't yeah. need to like fix everything after it's broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the individualistic nature of things, because yeah, every one of us is different. Like you are a unique snowflake. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the needs of your body in your environment with your, you know, history and experience and goals, even like it absolutely matters, Mm -hmm. which also brings us here today, because I want I wanted to speak to somebody about adaptogens, which I feel like is sort of a buzzword, right? There's like mushrooms yes. and everything. And when I sit, tell people, I'm like, yeah, you know, mushrooms. And then they think I'm like microdosing. I'm like, no, 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 it's a little different. So what are adaptogens, first of all? Yes. And yes, they are quite a buzzword right now. Adaptogens, it's actually this term that was 
created or, or came up in like the 1940s, 1950s by a Soviet Union scientist who was researching into Shoshan Raberi. And he defined adaptogens as being specific herbs that are um, plant-based, that are non-toxic, so you can take them at a therapeutic dose and you're going to be okay, and non-specific. So they tend to bring our bodies towards normal. They tend to bring our bodies towards neutral in terms of helping us deal with stressors, whether it's physical, environmental, emotional, uh, but they act in a, a non-specific way. And what that means is, and it, it kind of plays into why adaptogens can be confusing, is it means that um, sometimes something can be calming for us, but over time we might find it energizing. Or if we're feeling low, it might bring us a little bit higher. If we're feeling high, it might bring us a little lower. So uh, adaptogens tend to bring us towards normal. So not every herb is, is an adaptogen, and you will be okay if you take an herb that is an adaptogen or is not an adaptogen, um, but there are some specific herbs that tend to be adaptogenic in this way. Some of them work hormonally. Some of them simply help influence the immune system or the nervous system. And that's what adaptogens are. Yeah. Cause there's, you know, like mushrooms are a big yes. category. So I reached out to you because, uh, or adaptogens for me, my story too. When I stopped taking hormonal birth control back in April of this year, speaking of hormones, my body was like, wow. Like what's yeah. going on? Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, a multivitamin helped to get my, you know, hormonal cystic acne under control. Um, and then I started losing so much hair. And I know like anyone with long hair, you know, like a few hairs fall out, but I'm talking about like literally like big chunks of hair were falling out. And I was like, uh -huh, what's going on? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's when I was like kind of looking into, you know, what can help my body stress less, knowing full well, that in the year 2020, like we are all under <laughs> tremendous amounts of stress, you know, just a little bit. Um, yeah. But how can I support that in a way that will then hopefully amplify um, all the other things that I'm doing from, you know, my movement and my exercise and my sleep and my hydration, like that wasn't enough for me. Um, mm -hmm. And so I started taking rhodiola, which is a plant. Like, I don't even know what, it, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but my hair stopped yeah. falling out and I started feeling tired for the first time, which I didn't realize how not tired and amped up my body always was until I was able to like crawl into bed and be sleepy. And it's also mm -hmm. super interesting that you just said too, that like it can change because yes. in this last couple of weeks, I'm like, Oh, I'm not feeling that same sleepiness anymore. So <laughs> Tell me what's going on. <laughs> well, and that's so interesting. And I loved your story when you, when you shared that about the rhodiola. I laughed like literally out loud because rhodiola, when I started taking rhodiola, I don't remember the original reason why I was thinking about this because this was probably five or six years ago now. Um, but I, I was like, I want to try this, this herb out. Oh, because it is so good for female hormones is why I was thinking about it. And I took it and I felt buzzed and amped. Mm -hmm. I actually like felt a little bit like jittery or kind of nervous or, you know, and I was like, Oh, Oh, this is not for me. And so I don't, so I don't take rhodiola. I don't use it a lot. I don't tend to prescribe it a lot. And I think mm -hmm. it's so fascinating that you had this really great experience with it. And, and that again, speaks to the fact that it can be changed and, and that, that there's individual differences and in how it mm -hmm. works. 
Yeah. Well, and even when I shared it with um, the members inside of my membership, Move Mavens, uh, some of them were like, oh yeah, yeah, I've used that. That totally didn't work for me either. So that was the other thing. I'm like, okay, so, you know, there's all the, there's, there, I, I put a mushroom powder in my smoothie and then I take the rhodiola. Um, and then every once in a while I have like a mushroom coffee, but they're all, like, are they all essentially leading to the same place? They're going to be doing different things. For sure, they do different things. Like, you know, cordyceps, which is one um, that I really love for like stamina and, and it's great before a workout, right? It's, it's going to feel different in your body than ashwagandha, which, or even better, let's use a better example, which is reishi, which mm-hmm. is much more better for calming the body. I really like to use it um, and, and advise clients to use it before bed because mm. it's more helpful for that sleep and for bringing things down and just in general, like calming and smoothing the body. So for sure, these different adaptogens do different things and, and again, do different things in different people. I think it's important to look at the amounts that you're using. Um, so that's a diff- an important one to think about when you're wondering, is this helping me? Is this not helping me? Another big piece. And one of the reasons why I'm not a huge fan of like like you mentioned that every single drink has 95 different adaptogens in it is um, it's really useful to play and to experiment one at a time. So you can actually see what's working and what's not and what's feeling Mm -hmm. good and what's not. And so for me, and when I advise people on taking some of these adaptogens, I say, start one at a time, start with, of course, start with a small dose, but you can then build it up if you're not experiencing uh, any relief so that you can actually see and know if it's helping you and then you can kind of make your decision. So it was because I was doing things one at a time that I was able to say, Oh, rhodiola isn't my thing. Yeah. And now if I'm out somewhere or if I, um, if I am thinking about buying a blend of adaptogens and it has rhodiola in it, I'll say, you know what, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to, I'm going to try something different. And that is just so nice. I'm all about um, being able to know your body well enough so that you can actually be confident in when you choose to take something versus not take something. And, and those are one of those moments where I'm like, yes, there's rhodiola. No, not for me. Like I don't have to buy that one. Great. Yeah. Yeah. My pocketbook thanks me every time there's rhodiola (laughs) in something. I bet. I bet. Well, and to go about it in a much more kind of like strategic way, exactly like you're saying of not trying all the things and being like, it doesn't work, which honestly is the same, whether we're talking about like specific movements or adaptogens that Mm -hmm. the, you know, if you can keep it simple, be more specific, then you have better data. Like, is this working? Yes or no. I took it and then I couldn't sleep. So maybe that isn't for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if you were to have uh, someone is coming to you and they're, you know, (laughs) stressed from, again, I don't know what could be stressful this year. Um, what would you recommend would be like a good place to start? Like, you know, the teas or the pills or this or that, like, where do you tend to start people at? It's a great question. So Ayurvedically, you know, the taste of these herbs and these tastes of these adaptogens is important. And there's, there's a sense that, that literally having the flavor in your mouth also impacts how you respond to it. So for that reason, uh, I tend to invite people to actually take some sort of powdered version of the herb versus a capsule. But we, of course, you can get some great benefits from the capsules as well. And for some of them, <laughs> they don't always taste that good. So sometimes there's times where you might choose to go the capsule route. So, so first, that's, that's one piece. Um, and I love mixing them into little teas or um, whether it's just mixed in water or mixed into 
um, like an almond milk or, or something like that can work really nicely. Uh, another great way to take the herb, and then I'll get to my favorite actual adaptogens, but another great way to take it, just an interesting lesson from Ayurveda that, um, that we don't talk about a lot, is to actually mix it with an oil. So one of my favorite ways to take ashwagandha is to actually mix it with a half teaspoon or or full teaspoon of coconut oil or ghee um, mixed with honey or maple syrup. And this is because a lot of the adaptogens, including ashwagandha, work best when they're absorbed with a fat. And so by having it with the fat, again, traditionally, you'd be using it with ghee. um, But if you don't eat animal products, you could go coconut oil. Um, But by consuming it with that fat, you are helping the herb and the herbal properties get deeper into the tissues of the body. Mm, that is such yeah. an awesome idea that I never even considered. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Oh, so you just do like a, literally like a scoop of the powder. I mean, do you like mix it up on the spoon or do you mix it up in a little container? Or you just go Yeah, like it? a little bowl. Like I'll just do it in a little ramekin and just mix it up and then eat it right off the spoon. And that's a very nice one. I kind of like it like first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have some warm water and then just grab that little spoonful and then that's a really nice thing to do before you exercise, before you work out, before you move on with your day. Um, it works very well. So those are a couple of the different ways that I advise people to take their herbs tend to say, uh, to actually taste it, to either mix it into some sort of tea or to, uh, have it on that spoon with, um, with the fat and with the oil. Mm. Um, but my favorite like entry level adaptogenic herbs, um, my go-tos tend to be reishi, um, ashwagandha, cordyceps, and sometimes maca. I don't know if you want me to dive in a little deeper. Oh, yeah. Those. I mean, I didn't even realize turmeric was an adaptogen. And then in my Google research, I was like, oh, <laughs> so tell us about everything. Well, and that's an interesting one because, again, the people go back and forth on what's an adaptogen, what's a true adaptogen, what's just mm-hmm. a companion adaptogen. So it's a controversial one. <laughs> it's a controversial one. So, so I have not seen turmeric on the list of adaptogens, I'll be honest with you. But, you know, people, yeah. So you can go back and forth on the, what it is. The Google science. See, and this is why you shouldn't believe everything you read on Google. <laughs> but again, it's like just because it's not a true adaptogen doesn't mean it's not useful. It's like that's right, great because, right, right, you know, yeah. it's still so useful. So my first go to ashwagandha, I think if I have this correctly, that ashwagandha, the actual word ashwagandha relates to the Sanskrit word for horse. Mm-hmm. And I think of a horse when I think of ashwagandha, I think of of strength and stamina. I think of strong, stable, steady. So when I think of ashwagandha, I think of really tonifying and strengthening the body from the ground up. So there's some really great support um, and research on ashwagandha for stress and anxiety relief. One study actually found that um, taking ashwagandha was actually more effective than psychotherapy for some people. Wow. A small study, one case, but I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, it also has been shown to be supportive for better sleep, uh, for mental clarity, um, for muscle growth and strength. So, so I think about it not like a hyperactive kind of strength, but like a deep, like grounded, like I feel better now. So mm-hmm. I, I think of it as something that's really building and, and supportive in that way. 
Mm-hmm. I love ashwagandha. It doesn't taste great. I already mentioned that. So that's another that's one. That, the maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, that's the maple syrup one. It's yeah, just, just a little bit. Um, so just warning everyone because if that's the first one you buy, like it's like this one of the like worst dirt. tasting ones. Exactly. Exactly. Reishi, I love, has been so prized in traditional Chinese medicine. So ashwagandha would be considered an Ayurvedic herb. Reishi is one that comes to us from traditional Chinese medicine. It's called the queen of immortality um, or the mushroom of immortality because it is supposed to help you live forever. Really great immune support and really calming for the body. Like I mentioned, that's one that I'll do before bed. So mix reishi. Um, I use carob. Some people use cocoa, but I use carob um, because caffeine you know, it's not yeah. my best friend. So I'll mix that with like a little carob and again, some, some oil, some fat because to help with absorption and some hot water. If you want a little sweetener, you can put that in. It's really, really nice. So like a reishi hot cocoa before bed is mm. one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. That sounds really good. And then cordyceps. Um, I love as a pre-workout um, cordyceps helps lung and kidney also comes out of traditional Chinese medicine. Um, so really good for lung support, which makes sense for your workout and, and can really help boost up the energy. So ashwagandha and reishi are ones that I really think about as long-term herbs. Like you might not feel the effects of reishi the first day you take it. Mm-hmm. Cordyceps, on the other hand, is a little bit more in the moment. Like it's going to make you feel good now. It's going to work for today. You don't need to have it every day. So those work differently in that way. Mm -hmm. So then like a blend that has, you know, 17 different types of adaptogens may not be the best, especially if you don't know yet, you know, how you react to some. Yeah, exactly. And while some of them can work synergistically together, for sure, um, I think it has to be, it has to happen with a trained eye and with uh, a, a mindful eye. The other piece that happens with the blends is if it just means that they put like a little pinch of a bunch of different things right. and then you, you don't really get as much of the good effects. I remember when I once, uh, when I actually went to my uh, Ayurvedic practitioner um, for, a, for a consult and I said something about uh, an herb I was taking and she was like, honey, like, what, what are you going to do with that? Like, come on, like you need like about three to four more times than that. And that being said, start small, always start small. It's important to start small because you need to know how things react in your, in your body. One of my examples, one of the herbs I like to take, it's actually a blend of herbs called Dasha Mula. It's, it's not specifically an adaptogen, but it's, it's um, an Ayurvedic herbal blend. And if I take more than a teaspoon of it, my throat gets itchy. Like mm-hmm. if, I, if I keep the dose at, a, at a, a lower level, at a half teaspoon, I feel great, all is well, I, I feel supported. But if I like start to scoop a little too much, I notice. So yeah. start small. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think too, like just with anything else, the most important thing is not this rigid set of rules of like, do this, do that, do this, um, you know, with some guidelines in mind, but also just paying attention to how you feel, which I think is the most important thing. Is it working for you or is it not working for you is the best way to go. And because that's a piece of it with even the definition of adaptogens of being non-specific, right? It means that we don't specifically know how everything works exactly as it does. 
And you do get to be your own experiment in terms of how, how do I like this? How does it make me feel? You know, you might take the cordyceps and be like, yeah, my, I worked out worse today. Like, never mind. And then, okay, cool. Cordyceps isn't your thing. Um, you know, your story made me say, you know, I could try rhodiola again. It's been a couple of years <laughs> and yeah, it might be great this time. You know, yeah. so much has changed in my body. So much has changed in my world. Why not give it a try? And I think that is just the place that we're at with these herbs and with the research that we have. Um, and I'll speak to the fact that that's also why it's really useful um, to work with someone when you're thinking about doing these, whether it's an herbalist, a naturopath, an Ayurvedic practitioner, a traditional Chinese medicine doctor. These will act, uh, you mentioned rocket ships and thrust earlier, like these are going to act as little rocket ships that help you get further and help you find the right herbs and the right dosing for you a lot faster than just doing some of the experimenting and buying random things off the internet. Yeah. Off Amazon. <laughs> oh, which thank you. Let's thank you. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning this. Maybe you're going to ask it, but I'm going to just say it now. Be really clear and really aware of where you are purchasing these products from. Mm -hmm. It's really important to get organic sources. You do not want pesticides in your adaptogens. It's really important to not buy them on, I'm just going to say it, please don't buy them on Amazon. Um, if you can get away with it, if you, because it's going to be better if you buy it directly from a specific company yeah. that you have known and trust because it's really easy to put a random powder in a bag, my friends. So like, so please do buy from companies that you know and trust and that have good practices. And yes. Yeah. Well, not only that, uh, who knows how long stuff sits on shelves in Amazon warehouses yes. too. So yes. definitely for potency. And then if you're like, okay, well, what about, um, you know, I'm not too concerned about that. Think also, you know, just of the seller, they get more money if you don't buy it on Amazon. <laughs> so it's a whole another conversation. That is a nice piece. Yeah. Now, um, coming from like a, a women's health focus, mm -hmm. um, are adaptogens something that you can take like anytime throughout your cycle or do we want to cycle these with our cycle as well? Great question. I wouldn't say that, you know, there's like, definitely don't take this when, but I would say that I think it's important to move with the flow of our cycle and to not try to standardize it with our adaptogens. Meaning you're on the first day of your period, you're feeling really tired. Oh my God, I better mega dose with cordyceps. So I don't feel tired today. I, I wouldn't do that. I would say, no, this is my day to rest. I might take some cordyceps because I, I need to do something or I want to do something, but, but I wouldn't use them as a way to standardize your way out of your cycle. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, well, and also it, I, I can't remember if we mentioned this in the recording or not, but you know, taking cordyceps or, you know, something else because you're not getting enough sleep is still not a replacement for deep and restful sleep. That's exactly it. Yes. If I have like a client that like the first question is what herbs should I take? It's like, hold on, like, wait, we got to pause here. Um, and I always give that caveat that like you said, cordyceps is not going to replace two hours of sleep. Um, ashwagandha is not going to replace you know, eating well, your reishi mushroom of immortality isn't going to work if you haven't exercised in your entire life, right? Like, so it's important to do all these other lifestyle things. And then like, this is what's so cool. It's like bonus, like you get bonus territory um, when you start putting these adaptogens on top of an already 
healthy, full life. Um, and I think it's also important just to speak to the fact that, especially because a lot of these herbs aren't cheap, especially when you're buying them from good quality, clean sources. So instead of being like, nope, like number one priority is buying seven different adaptogens and have this one on Tuesday and this one on Wednesday and this one for, you know, right. Instead of making that the priority and like losing a lot of money, right. Like go for a run and buy one adaptogen and that's going to lead to a better balance um, in your entire mental, physical health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so awesome. And you know, if, if you're listening right now and you're like, well, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's just mushrooms. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I a thousand percent was on the camp of like, you know, supplements don't do anything. And I had the, you know, I think it was like $14 for a 60 day supply of daily vitamin from Trader Joe's, which yeah. resolved this acne that had not been like, like anything. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There must be something behind this. So, you know, just like Sam said, try one experiment with it. Um, I'm going to warn you now it's probably going to open up a door and then you're going to be like me where you have a whole pill container with like all these different like potions and things because it just, yeah, it like it amplifies what you're already doing to help you mm -hmm. feel better. And I think most importantly to rest more deeply right? Anything mm -hmm. that can get you back to that resting more deeply. I'm like, I'll just back that truck up. Like I will take a hundred thousand more of those. Please, 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 please. So we know now, right? Adaptogens, we've got an overview where to start all of those things. Anything else that we need to be considering, um, even just maybe not just specifically adaptogens, but just in an overall, like supporting this healthy lifestyle. Mm. You know, something that came up for me when you were talking about your little pill box of all the different adaptogen things is, is how you can use these adaptogens and herbs and, and your entire lifestyle to create ritual and to create moments of mindfulness and to create just the awareness of like, this is time for me. This is where I support my body. This is what I do. This is where I show up, right? It's really easy to sign up for a workout and be like, okay, I got to do it. I have to do this. Right. And, and, it, and you can approach that with stress or you can be cooking your healthy meal and you can do it with like, yes, this is what nourishes my body. Like I'm so excited. Or you can do it with like, oh my gosh, I have to do this pot and this pan and this pan. And like, oh, why can't I eat this? This is right. Like, so everything that we do can be done with like love and awareness and feeling good, or it can be done with stress and anxiety and mm -hmm. just another thing on our to-do list. And so my invitation, you know, for all your listeners, as they go into this beautiful world of adaptogens is how can this be something joyful? That's why I love my spoonful of ashwagandha with the honey. That's why I love the nighttime reishi with the cocoa, right? Like how can this actually be a moment for yourself? How can this be a moment of rest, of ease, of ritual and, and self-care? And so I, I really invite your listeners to think about how am I going about all of these things that I'm doing for myself. Can I do it with like a little bit like less of a tight grip and a little more softness, enjoyment, care, and love? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rest has been a huge piece and not just of sleep of, you know, lessons I've learned this year, but allowing for the ritual, exactly like you're mm -hmm. saying, allowing for more nothing. 
because when the shutdowns started happening, it was like, great. Now I can work till like eight o'clock at night. Cause I have nowhere else to be and nothing else to do. And it just like <laughs> quickly became clear that that was not going to be the way. And just giving myself permission to do more of nothing has allowed everything else to be more enjoyable. And that nothingness, if you're like, oh my gosh, like I, I have no time. I mean, literally, as you're taking a spoonful of something, of just allowing yourself to be present in that moment can be all that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's going to strengthen the potency of the herbs. You know, uh, Ayurveda says that everything can be poison, everything can be medicine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'd say that having a double cheeseburger eaten with love is going to be healthier than a kale salad eaten with you know, anxiety and fear and, and whatever. And so same with your herbs yeah. that, that, you know, if you send a little love to your ashwagandha, that's going to help it send some love back to you. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely how I eat all my cheeseburgers. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta enjoy it. Gotta enjoy what you're there for. Yes, 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 yes. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to educate me absolutely on adaptogens and how to use them. And I think too, of just appreciating and celebrating the wonderful magical temple that your body is. So thank you Mm -hmm. for being you and being awesome. And where can people find you and work with you and all of those things? Thank you, Alex. You can find me over at spirocollective.com. That's S-P-I-R-O collective.com. And I'm also on Instagram over at spirocollective. And I have yoga classes going on, Ayurvedic consultations, um, and all the fun all the fun. Now, do you make people eat mung beans? Cause that's the one thing I've heard of Ayurveda. <laughs> I don't make people eat mung beans. If they'd like to, they can, but a lentil will work just as, just as nicely. <laughs> a mung bean shows, shows my uh, l- lack of knowledge here of Ayurveda. No, Ayurveda really loves mung beans. So it's your, your, your spot on, but I'm just not going to make you eat mung beans. <laughs> eat the mung <laughs> but here put some some reishi on it it'll be fine <laughs> exactly there you go now you love your mung beans because they're covered in reishi love it love it awesome well thank you so so much thank you alex now if you are not ready to run out and go load up on some adaptogens i don't know what else <laughs> but maybe you've been taking adaptogens or thinking about taking adaptogens there are so many on the market that are super super popular and i'm not one to just I mean, okay, I don't want to lie to you. I will try stuff and I have tried stuff, but unless I understand why, why I want to take it, what's happening, the underlying really purpose of that thing, I'm less likely to stick with it. So understanding more about adaptogens has been super helpful for me. And of course, at the end of the day, it all comes down to how you feel. If you are feeling better and it works for you, then keep doing more of that thing. And if it all leads you back to better sleep and more restful sleep, then I'm here for it. Now, if you want some support more in the body and physical realm and to feel a little bit more in control of your body and feeling a lot less stressed out about pain, Movement Mavens can help. So Movement Mavens is my membership for busy, active women who want to learn how to move smarter, get stronger, and get out of pain. And we're going to be open again for enrollment super soon, January 23rd, 2021. And you can get on the waitlist now at aewellness.com slash mavens. So 
I want to hear from you. Are you going to try adaptogens? Have you already been trying adaptogens? Are you finally going to try that mushroom coffee? You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Halafamala, or you can send me a DM. Definitely tag Sam and let her know what you thought of today's episode. She is at Spyro Collective or call the Body Nerd Hotline. I'm sitting here by the phone. That's not true, but you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, access to the Body Nerds group, and everything else lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you. Seriously, thank you for taking the time to listen today. I hope that you got some fun movement in as you were listening, or at least you have something planned for later. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, do me a huge favor. Make sure you hit that subscribe button or head on over to whatever platform you are listening to today's episode and leave a review. Or even better than that is to share it with someone who needs to hear this today. So if you have your nutrition bestie or your wellness bestie and y'all have been talking about adaptogens, send them this episode. And together we can all be a little bit more well-informed and decide, ashwagandha or reishi or cordyceps, what should I be taking? (laughs) So here's to asking better questions, moving more, smartly using mushrooms, (laughs) and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.